Welcome to the Swim Swim Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, and joining me today, we've got a very special guest. She is the number three ranked recruit in Swim Swim's top 20 for the class of 2021. Uh, she recently raced an inner squad, won a best time in the 200 breast. She is a 400 IM savant, 200 butterfly savant. She can pretty much just do it all. Uh, from the Nova of Virginia Club, we've got Grace Schiebel. Grace, how's it going? It's good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's let's start out with that inner squad. Um, you you raced August 14th through 16th. Um, was that the first time you had really raced in like six months? So we had an inner squad meet before that. Um, it was it was in July. So that one, I mean, it was like it was interesting. So it was, it was a lot different than what we're used to. Um, so the second one was kind of like, I guess to, um, build into it and build into racing again. Um, okay. So, so you built building into racing, um, tell me about you, what the last seven months have looked like, you know, quarantine wise, um, have you been able to swim this whole time? Did you have a, a big chunk out of the water? Um, what did that look like when when this pandemic first started here in March? Um, in March, we had, they originally told us we were going to get two weeks off. And so I was like, okay, like that won't be too bad. And then we kept getting told that they were pushing back the um, start date. And so I think we finally started swimming in like mid-May. So we had like a month and a half or two months off. Um, and then we would go, we would go outside for like three days a week for an hour. And then we moved to every morning for an hour and a half or two hours. And then, um, closer to July, we moved to Nova indoors where we had like three people on each side of the lane. Um, and then that's when we could start two hour practices and doubles. Uh, so you know, originally two weeks, I, I feel like this is a lot of people's cases. Oh, you'll be, you'll be gone yeah. for a little bit. And then you're out for, you know, two months. What were you doing during that time period outside the pool? Um, I was trying to stay in shape and kind of do exercises that correlated with swimming. Um, and just kind of like trying to, I guess, not gain too much weight or anything like that. Uh, so what exercises did you end up doing? Are, are you someone who can run or are you, are you like a swimmer like the rest of us who that, that doesn't really go super well? Did you cycle? Yeah. What, what were you doing? I tried running for like the first week and it didn't really go that well. So I just did a bunch of dry land. Um, like I would actually do some of the stuff swim swam posted. Nice. It is, it is good to hear someone did those. Um, <laughs> did, were you able to interact with your team at all? Did you do these, these, the dry lands with your sister? Did you, did you 
you know, did you, were you guys doing zoom dry lands? I know a lot of club teams are doing those. Um, you know, did, were you able to have a community to work out with at all? Um, kind of. So I would FaceTime some of my friends and do workouts with them, but we didn't really do like dryland as a team. We had, we would have some zoom meetings where we would like, we would talk and kind of catch up and just kind of see and check in and see how everyone was doing. Um, but for the most part, I would just FaceTime friends or like maybe get together with one friend and work out a little bit. Nice. Uh, so once you got back into the water, um, do you remember your first practice back, what that felt like? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. And the water um, was freezing because they had they opened a summer league pool a little bit early. And so um, the water was really cold. We had to do dry land um, for a few days before because it was so cold and we couldn't get right back into swimming. So we just kind of worked out, when we started swimming is when we worked out with our team a little bit and we'd have like rotating coaches. So we would be with everyone. Nice, did. And so you, you did finally get back in. You said it felt terrible. Um, you know, it's it's been interesting to hear what how long it took everyone to kind of feel back to that normal state. Have, have you, did you, have you reached that state of like, okay, I kind of feel like my normal swimming self again. And if so, when do you feel like that happened? Um, I think I would say when we moved back to like our, our main pool, um, I just, I, it felt really bad in the mornings cause I wasn't used to waking up and I, I kind of like, went nocturnal a little bit I like I'd fall asleep at like four in the morning and then wake up at like three in the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's that's full nocturnal yeah <laughs> <laughs> what uh I mean I think yeah I think the quarantine uh messed up everyone's schedule pretty bad what what were you doing until 4 a.m though just scrolling through Instagram and TikTok or what <laughs> yeah <laughs> um sometimes I'd watch movies um, I would FaceTime some of our recruits too. It was, I just kind of do whatever, whoever was up, I'd talk to. <laughs> just scrolling through. Hey, you want to hang out and talk? <laughs> yeah. Um, did, have you, did you have any favorite movies or shows you watched during quarantine? I used to, I, I mean, I, I love watching late night movies. Um, what's, what's, do you have any go-tos or a go-to shot, a kind of movie you like watching? Um, not really. I, I, every movie that people or like TV show that people would like post about, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll try that just because I had the time. So like Outer Banks was a big one. Um, what else? I think that was one of the only ones that I like actually got into. Mm -hmm. We would do like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was saying we would do like Netflix parties with my friends and stuff like that, where we could all watch and chat about it yeah the i i haven't tried the netflix party yet but <laughs> i have heard that they're, 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 you know it's pretty fun for for as in, in terms of a socially distant uh socializing activity yeah yeah um did did you watch tiger king i did i didn't get all the way through it but um i did watch it <laughs> yeah yeah i wouldn't say it's worth it <laughs> It's, uh, <laughs> you, you pretty much get the idea after episode one. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> um, 
cool. So it's so you turned nocturnal and, and now you're having to get up for morning practices. What what has been your schedule recently like? So getting back into the year, we started off practice has been at 445 every morning. Um, and we can't do doubles because we don't have like enough time at, um, with other groups coming in. So we've been doing like we we started off doing two hours for two weeks. So then we went 445 to 645. And then um, Saturdays every week would be That's three really hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was like your bedtime. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then two weeks after that, we would do two hours and 15 minutes. And now we're up to mm-hmm. two and a half hours. And then we can go up to three hours if we want. Um, my coach, Norm, offers 30 minutes after practice if we want to go up to three hours. And that's just three hours of pure pool time? Um, sometimes he'll take us out and talk and kind of go over the practice a little bit. Um, but for the most part, yeah, we'll have like rest built into sets and stuff like that, though, which is nice. Okay. So, so what, what is, I mean, a three hour practice, even, <laughs> even though you're not swimming for three hours straight, you're still, that's still a lot of swimming. What's, what's the yardage look like there? I mean, are you, are you cranking out eight or nine K per practice? Uh, yeah, for the most part, every weekday we do about 85, hundred yards. And then on Saturdays, we'll do anywhere from like nine to 10,000. Um, our distance group will get up to like 11,000 though, which is crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, how, and how does it feel to, I mean, is that the norm for you? Are you used to doing eight or 9,000 practices? Um, so last year when we had doubles, we would do like 6,000 a practice. So it was like 6,000 to 7,000. And so right now it's just kind of like making up for that, I guess. Um, so it's not, it's not much different. It is, it is different in the way where like how I feel after practice, but like (laughs) for the, how I feel at the end of the week, it's about the same. What's different about how you feel after practice? I'm a lot more tired. <laughs> I'm ready to go home and take a nap. Yeah. And so you have this morning practice and then tell me uh, what, like, what's school like? Are you online? Do you go in person at all? What do you have to come home from swim practice and go straight to school? Um, so no, not really. My practice ends at like 7.15 to 7.30. And so I, my school starts at 8.30 and I live 20 minutes away. So I have time to come home and kind of shower and eat breakfast before I start school, which is nice. Nice. And uh, I mean, is it nice to have the afternoons off then? Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm a big sleeper, so I nap a lot after school too. Nice. <laughs> Dude, if I was if I was swimming 9,000 in the morning, I would take a nap as well. I would sleep a lot too. <laughs> It's a, it's like a good three hour nap every day. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> three hours of swimming, three hours of napping. It exactly. Seems, seems like a good compromise. Yeah. Got to make it even. <laughs> um, so, so let's take it back a little bit. Um, when did you start your swimming journey? when did you start swimming? Um, I started summer league when I was six and I started year round swimming when I was eight. Um, tell what, what's the first memory you have of, of summer league swimming? Everyone, I never did it, but everyone I've talked to <laughs> who's done summer league has, you know, that's like, that's where the love starts, yeah. right? In summer league. Um, summer league was awesome. We had a really, really good team. Like 
some of the kids on the team I'm still friends with now, like, and some of them went to Nova with us. So it was, um, it's cool to like kind of watch everyone grow and kind of age and stuff like that. Um, uh, summer league kind of, it was so much fun. Cause it was like in the summer, you'd get tan, you'd get to hang out with friends and stuff like that. It wasn't ever really like a job, I guess. And so, um, then I was like, well, maybe I want to take this like to the next level. And so then we started Nova. Um, and there was like a three month trial to see if we liked it. And we were just like, eh, okay, well, we'll keep going with it after the three months. And so we just kind of, we never stopped. <laughs> you sound very passionate. Yeah, it's okay. We'll <laughs> yeah. Um, what, you know, do you have any specific memories from summer league of like, yeah, this is, this is when I knew I wanted to keep swimming or, uh, this is when I knew I wanted to take it to the next level. Um, or just, this was awesome. I kicked um, I mean, not really. <laughs> I wasn't like, I don't know. I, I kind of, I just liked swimming. And so that's why we started Nova, but, um, I didn't really want to like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have any memories. Like, I, I think just like the friendships we made over summer. And I think I, I thought it was always so fun and so cool to see everyone every year. And I was like, well, what if I get to do this every day? And so that's kind of, I think that, um, helped us decide to go to Nova. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I think that's what you hear most swimmers say is just, yeah. you know, they will, when I look back, like I remember the relationships I built and, and yeah. the friends I, I, that swimming gave me. So, um, you know, it's, uh, if you're, if you're doing six or seven, eight, 9,000 a day, you know, it's a lot different than a summer league program. Um, yeah. what, so now, kind of looking back on that now, what do you enjoy about swimming, um, on a day-to-day basis? Cause again, that's, that's, it's a lot different than getting tan and hanging out with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I still have to say the relationships, like getting to see everyone before practice. It's such like, it's a great environment. Nova has a great environment where like people are always cheering for each other. Like during practice, you'll hear people screaming and yelling for each other and like kind of motivating each other to go pre- or go faster. And so, um, it definitely helps during the harder sets. Um, but yeah, it's, I would have to say the relationships. Yeah. Uh, again, it's a solid answer. Um, so <laughs> as, as, you, one. <laughs> as you, as you moved through Nova, um, do you, do you, did you start developing, um, you know, a favorite stroke, you're a great, as we said, you're a great IMer. you just want a best time in the tuner breast, you have an elite level 200 butterfly, um, you, really, you don't have an off stroke, um, were you training all four strokes from a young age? Um, I would say so, our practices would be pretty even, when I was like 11 or 12, I started really liking butterfly, and so I would like, I remember the first time swimming the 200 fly. I was so scared. I like, I would ask people after they finished their race. I was like, how was it? And there, I was like, do you have any tips? And like a little bit, like 11 year old me, I was so, I was so nervous. And I just like, uh, and so I think that's kind of when I liked butterfly. And I like the first time I sw- swam it, I like, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily dead by the end of it. And so that I was like, I kind of like this feeling. And so, um, 200 fly has just kind of been one of my favorite events ever since. Yeah uh 200 fly um undeniably the best event 
I was a tuna <laughs> butterflyer. <clears throat> and uh, our, our co-founder Mel was also a tuna butterflyer. And we, we love tuna butterflyers. That's just how it is. And <clears throat> you're one of them. You get it. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have a favorite 200 butterfly set that you've ever done? think so usually during the weeks we'll do like a lot of 50s paste and pace and like um a lot of best dot which is like your best stroke other than freestyle and so I'll like those sets because um it's just easier to hold pace and fly than it is to hold pace and like I'm used to going faster and fly and practice than I am for like other strokes and so it's like it's easier to hold fly pace than it is for free pace uh, why, how, why would you say that is? I feel like most people would not say that. <laughs> um, my coach when I was 14 told me that it's faster to, or it's easier to go faster and fly than it is to go slower in practice and like effort wise. And so I kind of like, I've thought that ever since. And so going faster and fly, um, is just easier than having to sprint freestyle. <laughs> I don't know why it just is. <laughs> spoken like a true middle distance swimmer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I certainly agree with, with that. Um, it's, it's easier to go faster and fly than it is to go slow. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like a lot of people I've talked to about that are like, yeah, that's, that's the case. Um, once you get into a groove with butterfly, once you get into a rhythm, um, you can kind of just go and it's easier yeah. than, than, than to try to go slow. I feel like you have to try to go slow and <laughs> yes agreed so that's yeah it's an interesting point um <clears throat> so you committed to nc state uh about a year ago now um at the beginning of your junior season tell me about the recruiting process what was that like you know as, as a 16 year old kid going into your junior year and making, you know, a college decision that's not even coming up for, for two years. So at the beginning, I was a little stressed because I was like, I'm not going to find the right college. Like everyone like has these stories where they're either like, I found the right place for me. And like, I didn't. And so it's just kind of like they had to settle. So I was always scared that like settling would be the case. And I was like, I don't want to have to do that. I want to be able to like love the school I'm going to. And so like starting off, I kind of, I kind of knew who I wanted to talk to a little bit. And so um, I would talk to these or to the coaches and I would, I kind of narrowed it down a little bit before um, in like August, my dad, he kind of helped me along the way. My mom and my dad did, um, which made it a lot easier. And they would talk to the coaches and stuff like that. Um, And I remember it was, it was awful. All I wanted to do it like at nationals was talk to the college coaches that I was like, I could talk to over the phone and I just couldn't. And all I could do is say hi. And I was like, I just want to talk to you. Um, But it was a little stressful at first. And then once I decided where I was taking my visits on, it was, it was fine. And I um, ended up loving NC State after my visit. And um, it was like, it just felt like home immediately. Like when I got on campus, I was like, this is where I want to (laughs) go. Nice. Uh, I mean, it's, it's always a good feeling to kind of, to have that. Oh, I like, I think this is it. This is, this yeah. is the, this is the fit for me. Um, and I think days after you made your commitment, um, your sister Caroline also made her commitment. 
She did. Um, I mean, <clears throat> we we've had we have a lot of swim siblings in our sport, um, but I always like to get a testimonial of of what it's like to have you know a sister who's there every day with you in practice pushing you, uh, who's there all the time outside of practice to, to talk swimming with you or to talk trash with you or talk life with you, <laughs> mostly just talk with you, I guess. Um, tell me about your relationship with your sister. Um, we have a pretty good relationship. So since we swim and kind of do a lot of the same things, we get along pretty well. Um, but then that also means we fight about a lot more. <laughs> I wouldn't say we fight very often. We sometimes we'll yell at each other, but it's like, it's kind of funny yelling. It's never really like mad yelling. <laughs> um, so we originally weren't planning on going to the same college. Like we had said, like, we're not going to the same college. We want to be like two different people in college and it's two different people. Um, and so then I guess it just ended up, we both loved NC State and we were like, well, I was like, it's not a negative to go to college with her. So it was fine. <laughs> that's, I mean, that that's pretty cool to have a relationship like that, to have a sibling like that, you know, to, to go somewhere foreign and know you've got someone right there with you who's got your back who's got your best interest in hand uh what is it what is it like training with Caroline every single day um I like training with her we're right now we're at opposite ends of the pool so I can't really like I don't really get to race her that much um but when I when I could race her we'd go next to each other in sets on like on butterfly sets and stuff like that because she likes fly as well and we'd race each other and we'd kind of push each other and like watching each other, like out of the corner of our eyes, we said would definitely help during practice. And um, we just kind of, we've always been very competitive. And so it's nice having her there in practice with us to, or with me to push. Yeah. You guys, so you're at opposite lanes, the opposite ends of the pool right now. I'm assuming you've been separated for some hysterical fight you guys had. <laughs> no. Um, we kind of chose these lanes at like the beginning of the year and like we would we would switch off a little bit and it just so happened that we were on opposite sides and now we can't really move because of um covid rules and they have to like write down what lanes we're in who we're with and so it's just easier to stay with the same people mm -hmm. that, that makes sense just <laughs> so happened opposite <laughs> lanes <laughs> yes i'm just i'm just teasing um so uh, what about summer league? Did you, are you guys twin sisters? Yes. We're fraternal. Okay. Um, and so did you all swim summer league at the same time? I mean, have you guys pretty much been, been in the pool together since birth? Yeah. So <laughs> my sister actually started swimming a year before me. She, I didn't want to go in the water. And so she would like, we'd be ready to leave the pool and Carolyn would hop in and my dad would have to like stick his arm in the pool and pull her out. And so, <laughs> um, so she, she wanted to swim like the summer before I did. And so the only reason I wanted to swim is because she wanted to swim. We kind of, we kind of followed each other a lot. And so like, we'd always have the same like favorite strokes. We'd always have the same like best strokes. We'd always have the, we'd always want to do the same events. And so it was like, we were always just kind of like doing the same things. And so, yeah. Do y'all have other siblings as well, or just the two of you? It's just the two of us. Um, so I I also grew up with a sibling, but he was, he was older, and I was kind of always 
following in his footsteps, um, which was very easy for me to do. Um, and you, you mentioned, I liked that you said you, you follow each other. And um, can, you, can you talk a little bit more about that, just kind of in general, how you guys follow each other? Because, um, you know, like you said, you, you, you're the same age, you're twins. And so there's, you can, you can both take turns being in the role of leader and follower. Yeah. So Kel and I are both not very, I mean, we're outgoing, but we're not like, none of us, neither of us want to make like the first move when it comes to decisions. And so sometimes like I would make her, I guess, like make the first decision, like what color water bottle she wanted when we were little or like, um, like that so that I could do the second one and like vice versa. But it was like, since we like a majority of the same things, it was easy to kind of follow after her and for her to follow after me because um, it's just kind of like whoever made the decision first and neither of us really cared who was first or not. It just kind of varied. It, it, it seems like a nice thing to have of like, well, I'll go first this time because I feel <laughs> like it or, oh, I don't really feel like it. You go first. Yeah. Even like down to tying shoes, like I said earlier, we were pretty competitive. So like if one learned to tie the shoe, um, the <laughs> other one did. <laughs> and it'd usually be within about like two weeks. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> even Did you play other sports growing up? We did ballet when we were like five, but that doesn't really count. <laughs> um, that, I mean, that's, dude, I just talked to... Um, Liam Tancock, he was a former uh-huh. world record holder in the 50 backstroke. He did ballet as cross training. Uh, oh, really? In his, it is later in his career. That's interesting. I, yes. yeah, we were, I don't think we were old enough for it to, to count. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair, but um, so, so you did a little ballet, but so mostly it was just swimming and you, you guys caught on pretty quick to that. Is, is there any sport you've ever wanted to try? I've kind of always wanted to try soccer. I don't know why, but it's always like sounded appealing to me. Soccer and field hockey. <laughs> soccer <laughs> and field hockey. I, I don't even know how field hockey is played. I feel like field hockey is more of an Eastern thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it's played either. It just looks interesting. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. <laughs> um, so being in quarantine with your sibling was that a good thing was that did you guys get and you know did you want to rip each other's faces off uh by the end of it or or was it a little bit of both I will say sometimes yes we kind of towards the beginning we were we got in a few fights and so my parents are divorced and so one would have to stay at one house and one would have to stay at the other um (laughs) we did (laughs) it was it was kind of bad and so then like we started not, we started talking a little bit more. And so we were like, the break was nice. We had been together too much. And so it was like, we needed a, we needed a little break from each other. Definitely. I mean, I, yeah, that, that makes total (laughs) sense. I think, you know, quarantine can bring out the best in people. It can bring out, certainly bring out the worst in people being inside this, you know, for that amount of time, isn't a good thing for anyone. Yeah. Uh, so that that makes sense um so you are now a senior no a junior i'm a senior you're a senior 
Yes. Um, you're a senior. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, class of 2021. How has your senior year been so far, given these circumstances? Um, you know, obviously, probably not the senior year you would have thought you you were going to have a year ago. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot different. Um, like last year, we'd have to kind of we'd have to rush home from practice and like we wouldn't get as much rest in between. So like this year, this year I am taking less classes, but I'm also, um, I also get more time to like lay, lay back and relax for a little bit during the school day. And I don't have to necessarily go from class to class and then go straight to a double after practice. So it's definitely better for my mental health. I think, um, it's, I kind of wish we were in person, but at the same time, I don't because <laughs> all of last year, I wanted to be homeschooled. I don't know why, but I like, I always wanted to be able to sleep and kind of go on my own schedule. So this year it's a lot nicer. Yeah, that, that seems nice. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the social aspect. I mean, does, does that part not affect you as much or do you really feel like you get a lot of your social you get filled up socially from swimming? Um, I, I think swimming's more of a, of where I get my social interaction. Um, I'm closer with my swim friends just cause I see them every day, every morning at our best and our worst, like when we're crying, when we're not. And like school friends, it's like, I didn't, I don't really get the same connection with them. Um, I certainly do miss my school friends a lot and I'll still text them and stuff like that, talk to them, hang out with them. Um, but not as much as my swim friends. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, like you said, sw swimming brings out the best and the worst in people. And, you know, it, it certainly dem demands your best and will have and will put you at your worst um, from time to time. And uh, that if you go through that with with someone or a group of someone's, I think that that bonds you a little more than just taking math together. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have a favorite, you know, so far in your, uh, career, which has been, you know, fairly illustrious for, for a 17 year old, um, female so far, do you, do you have a favorite swim meet you've been to, or one that stands out as like, this was a really, this was a really good one for me. This was a really fun one for me. I think I'd have to say winter juniors East 2018. That's kind of like it's when I, I dropped the most in most of my events. And it was also, it was a fun meet because all of our teammates were like goofing around the whole time. It was just kind of, it was a meet that was more relaxed and everyone, every, a lot of people were stressed, but a lot of people weren't stressed at the same time. Does that make sense? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> so like, <laughs> sorry. So everyone That's was like, guess. everyone was worried about their swims, but everyone was also like focused on cheering people on. And like, I guess, just being there for each other and being goofy and um, just having fun. And so it was, it was definitely one of the most fun meets I've ever been to. It was a good team bonding experience. Yeah. And how did, how did your swims personally go at that meet? Um, the first day or so, I think I was kind of getting used to it a little bit. And so they weren't amazing, um, but they were still pretty good. I was pretty happy with them. But as the meet went on, I got, I was happier with my swims and I ended up dropping um, in most of my events that I swam or in all of, I think all of my events that I swam. 
<laughs> ended up dropping in everything. That's always, <laughs> always a positive sign. Um, and nice. And so, uh, to, to wrap our conversation up heading forward in the next couple weeks, next couple months, do you have any short-term goals, um, for practice for meets you might have coming up? Do you have any meets coming up that you know of? We have one Halloween weekend with NCAP. It's a dual meet. And then we have um, US Open and at the Richmond location. Nice. And so, uh, yeah, so heading forward in the next couple of months, what are you looking forward to? Do, do you have any short-term goals? What's, wh- what are the next couple of months looking like for you? Um, I guess I'm just kind of get or trying to get closer to my times. Um, I'll be happy if I'm anywhere near my times just because of like the circumstances. Um, and we haven't swam long course since like January. And so if I'm close to my times, then I'll be, I'll be pretty happy. Nice. Well, Grace, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk with me for a little bit. It's it's been great getting to know you a little more and uh, I really appreciate it. I hope the coming meets go well for you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.